Welcome to Leading Like a Mother podcast. We're raising our families while building our businesses. Are you a mother that's tired of Facebook groups that have a million opinions? Do you want real stories that you can relate to? Do you want to hear from local experts that can help you with your questions? Well, that's what we're here for. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Leading Like a Mother podcast. My name is Jackie. I'm your host, and I am here with Corinne. She is a career counselor for her own business, For the Love of Work. So Corinne, tell us a little bit about what you do. Hi, yes. So I'm Corinne Lindner. I am a career coach, and I own For the Love of Work. Um, I started as um, a career advisor in higher education. And um, when I was in grad school for higher education management, stumbled upon and exploring the possibilities, um, the career center when I was at the University of Pittsburgh. And I realized that that was a job. And I ah. was intrigued <laughs> by this and fell in love like from there. And um, then sort of navigated my way into um, roles in career advising from there. Um, so I spent some time away from it, um, when I had little ones. So I have three kids who are 10, eight and five. And, um, I spent probably about nine years at home with them, but during that time really missed my work and missed that connection that I had with clients and the ability to support and help people through transitions, whether it be a transition from um, time away to going back to work, Mm -hmm. um, just not having the right fit and trying to um, pivot or um, just being laid off and trying to re-enter. So, so many different possibilities, but um, so that was my background. Then I re-entered as um, a career advisor in higher ed again. So most recently I've been at Princeton University as a career advisor and um, have decided that now's the time to um, really explore this possibility um, of whether or not this um, business that I feel so passionately about can really move forward um, in a way that is authentic for myself and authentic for my clients. And so I'm really excited about um, continuing to work with clients. I've been four days a week at Princeton and one day working with clients. And so this expansion to um, number one, being full-time working with my own clients and um, having more days um, is exciting. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. That's amazing. And I come from an entrepreneurial family, so it's not, um, new in some ways to me in terms of the back end of running a business, but I am getting support, um, in terms of a couple of college interns, um, (laughs) who will hopefully help me with some of those pieces of the puzzle. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about why going from, um, the university and now transiting transitioning into your own business. Why now? Why do you feel like this is the time to switch into it? So I love, I love this question. And (laughs) I had explored, um, the possibility of, um, so I was a contractor there and explored the possibility of full-time opportunities. Um, but number one, being an hour away, Mm. Um, that was a big hurdle for me. And I found that after about um, 
a year of being four days a week, driving an hour each way, my body was starting to take a toll. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was feeling the effects of just not taking good care of myself as I really wanted to, mm-hmm. um, just from a time perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I was faced with this decision of, do I, you know, put myself into the, um, the candidate pool and consider moving closer, moving my family closer, or do I stay put and invest my time and my energy into my business? And so um, that's where I decided that, um, you know, it was really attractive to me to make my own schedule. My boys played mm-hmm. baseball and um, although not right now, and that's super sad. Oh, uh, I know. Among many things that are much sadder, <laughs> but for them, they're grieving. Yes. Sure. Um, so, yeah, just trying to think about how I could be present for myself physically, mentally, take care of myself and my wellness, um, as well as be present for the events and the things that um, I wanted to be present for with my family seeing how quickly they are growing. I know. I think that's a lot of things that mothers, not regret, but they think about very often when they're working full time for, an, for another corporation or, or just a regular job, the mom guilt that we all have when we are out of our home, but then we're home and then it's just crazy. And then there's guilt of it being crazy. <laughs> I, so know. I think a lot of moms can relate with that as well. The guilt is omnipresent. I mean, no matter how you slice it, right? If you're home full-time, then you're having guilt about one thing. If you're at work full-time, you're having guilt about other things. It's no matter. (laughs) And um, it's actually something that I really have been um, delving into for myself as well as in my work with, with clients, like helping to explore this because, um, you know, they deserve, I believe these children deserve to see us living our best lives, no matter what, yeah, it is, right? Absolutely. And um, if we're carrying all this guilt all the time, it's sort of holding us back from doing that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so some self-examination there has been happening for sure for me. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about your business for the love of work. Who do you specialize in? Um, so yeah, I really see everybody across, I feel as if I'm a a generalist. And so, um, my approach is really, um, identifying what it is that, um, a client needs first and foremost. Why are they interested in working with me? Um, is it, that they want support with their materials, their resume cover letter? Is it that they want support with networking? Is it the job search process? And oftentimes it ends up being um, a mix of those um, pieces as well as just thinking about narratives and um, how to explain a pivot or explain time off or a gap, if you will. Yeah. Um, And so really being thoughtful in um, in approaches and really tailoring them to each individual, because what one person's bringing to the table is going to be completely different from another. And that's how I see materials too, in terms of resumes as, um, you know, even though they're flat, they're a piece of paper, um, to the extent that I can support clients with, um, 
you know, allowing them to express themselves in a way that's authentic to themselves, that speaks to the work that they're wanting to do um, in meaningful, actionable ways, um, then can allow them to really, as I say, so on my website, I say um, the, the resume is kind of the glue between um, a lot of the different pieces of the puzzle. And in working through some of these materials, then confidence can increase mm-hmm. um, in how somebody presents themselves in an interview or while networking. Um, so okay. I do feel like the foundation of this is really oftentimes in the resume. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess if someone is kind of transitioning from being a full-time mom to back into the work field and how can someone, I'm sure it's different for everyone, but how can someone kind of think about explaining that gap of being home and gap in between their jobs? Yeah. So I think it's, it's a really good question. It's one that I think a lot of people, um, do really struggle with. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of different solves for for it. And I think that also there's like some shame in, in taking time or just being in one of those career fields that it doesn't pay enough mm-hmm. to support the childcare. Yes. And so mm-hmm. that often is the story for a lot of people, um, myself included, when I had my second, like, I was like, well, that's not, I'm not going to make enough money to like yeah. pay for childcare, um, outside of the home. And so there's, um, there's a lot of reasons why people might be, um, facing these types of, of gaps or transitional, mm-hmm. um, explanations. And so there's the functional resume that you can organize your resume in, um, functional areas of expertise. Um, there's also sharing that you know, being a full-time caregiver, um, and listing out some of the duties and responsibilities of, of, of being a stay at home parent, um, carries with it. Right. Oh, that's awesome. I never even thought of saying that. Like, so I stopped working full-time now, Four and a half years ago, once that one was born. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure it's like the blink of an eye. And I, a lot I of- know. Yeah. Yes. But then I always think like, if I were to get another full-time job, like how could I explain that? And that's a great thing that you said, like being a full-time caretaker, like these are the tasks that we do, a schedule. I mean, consistency, like all of it. Like, I think those are great skills that you can just add right into your resume. Yeah, and I think there's been this sort of um, maybe underappreciation for um, what were called like soft skills, if you will. Mm -hmm. I don't even like that terminology, to be honest, but like Mm -hmm. communication skills, organizational skills. What employer doesn't value those skill sets? Absolutely. I can't think of yeah. a single employer who wouldn't want somebody who um, shows themselves to communicate well or to be well organized and be detail oriented, right? And yeah. that's not to say that everybody who um, is at home with their kids is that way, because I can say for myself, I am not domestically oriented by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> um, I don't like to cook. Like I, and yeah. so I think there's that piece of it too that's yeah. assumptive. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, whatever your gifts are and your skills are, bringing those to life and drawing those out through conversation is really what I, what I enjoy doing with, with clients. That's awesome. And then tell me a little bit about how you work with your clients and help them really know their value. 
That's a great question. So um, there's a variety of ways I do so. And I actually want to mention also, mm-hmm. um, even just how I work with my clients, that piece of the question mm-hmm. um, is that physically I, um, I have space that's um, being constructed right now in what's called the Wellness Collective in Collingswood. Yes. Um, and it's a group of um, wellness practitioners across a variety of different fields um, that I'll be joining to have physical space. Um, That's awesome. That's such a great accomplishment as well. I'm excited about that. Um, and that doesn't mean that I will only be meeting with clients in person, but that mm-hmm. if it is somebody who's local to this area, that um, that it, that will certainly be an option. Um, awesome. But that and then over Zoom is how I work with clients. But then with regard to the part of your question about identifying, um, you know, the values and the intersection really is how I look at it as like the intersection between your values, your strengths, your interests, your short and long-term goals, your needs, whatever, you know, is really present. Mm-hmm. Um, there's online card sorts. There are... Um, exercises that I run through with clients as far as like looking at a list of words and pulling out those that resonate most. Um, so a variety of different ways in which, um, we talk through what some of the values are as well as just drawing from past experiences, whether they're, um, you know, professional vocational experiences or advocational experiences. Oftentimes there's breadcrumbs um, in some of, in talking through some of those experiences. Like I really love to do this for fun. And I always would find myself um, in these marketing and communication roles for these types of volunteer organizations. Right. And so sometimes when talking through some of these pieces with, with clients, I'll say, huh, yeah, I, I do find myself navigate or gravitating towards, um, towards these things, maybe I should dive a little bit deeper into the realistic possibilities of these paths. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So tell me a little bit about some of your favorite books that could help some people. Um, so, you know, I love a combination of books, podcasts. I have a list that I share with clients. Um, you know, the, the old favorite is called what color is your parachute? Um, and that's, that's been like reiterated over the years. Um, and is certainly one that, um, has stood the test of time. Um, a more recent one by an author who I was introduced to during my time at Princeton, um, through one of my colleagues, her name is Lindsay Pollock. And she wrote a book called getting from college to career. And so depending upon the stage in which someone is at, um, you know, I, I certainly could recommend some of those books. Not everybody is looking to learn from books. Like we all learn differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that book because it's very, um, has very tangible steps of like, here are things that you can do when you network. Here are, um, some sample emails that you could craft when you network, um, cool. just bringing some of those pieces of life. And then I love, um, in terms of podcasts, I love work life by Adam Grant. Um, and then I love a lot of other random mm-hmm. <laughs> podcasts. And podcasts are so cool right now. I'm in love with them. I listen to them all day long and that's why I started one. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for that. I, I mean, I, Thank you. I think it's a big step to really get to that point where you know, you can really enjoy something, but then also say, oh, wait, and I can do this. And this yeah. fits with 
me as an artist and exploring another medium perhaps. And I'm not sure if I'm putting words into your mouth. No, this is, it's exactly that. It's, I love them. I figured why not? I mean, we're in still technically a quarantine right now. So what else do we have to do? <laughs> Except bring education to our local mamas, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. So I know you talked a little bit about um, how you're working with Zoom right now with your clients, but how has this pandemic affected your business or has it been better for your business? You know, that's a great question. And I think um, because I've only been one day a week working with clients, it's hard to say um, exactly, but I am finding, so a lot of my referrals come from therapists Okay. and, um, I did, I had a, a client reach out to me recently who was a referral from a therapist who was, um, furloughed. And so that, mm-hmm. that is starting to trickle my way. I think there's mm-hmm. probably sort of some steps in the process. And because I have work to do in terms of my search engine optimizations for, mm-hmm. for people to find me, um, which I hope to remedy very soon in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, I'm starting to see see that population as well as those people who, um, you know, might be returning to work, mm-hmm. um, have just been involved in the search process. Some college students who I'm working with um, who, when I started working with them, it was a different world from now as seniors in college in January, thinking about all these possibilities and now thinking about things in a a very different way. So there's definitely been a lot of of shifts and encouragement on my end to say, okay, let's broaden, you know, think about broadening Mm -hmm. your possibilities and exploring some things that might not have been in your radar, but might lead to you developing or um, increasing certain skill sets that might then be relevant to what it is that you're looking to do longer term. That's awesome. I love that, you know, instead of if someone's like looking straight for that one job that they want, but it might not be available right now, but finding different skills that can bring them to that job. That's a really great example. Cause that's what I was just going to say. Like, are there any types of people that you work with um, pretty frequently or do you like to work with certain types of people that, you know, you know that you can really help them find the perfect job or help them with that resume? Yeah. So it's interesting. I really thought when I sort of re I redid my website about a year ago and sort of reignited my business. Um, And I really thought that my client base would be, women who were, um, returning after time away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I connected with, um, a place in Collingswood for physical space called the village, um, that centers, you know, um, postpartum support, um, yoga, counseling and therapy, mm-hmm. and thought that that would really be my client base. Mm-hmm. As it turned out, that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> and it, it became, I think, uncomfortable for some of my um, clients who might not want to necessarily spend time in that type of space mm-hmm. um, to 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 want to to want to enter into that mm-hmm. that spot. So I I started to think about okay. Um, how can I make sure that my space, if it is for physical meetings, um, mm-hmm. is welcoming to everybody 
um, and doesn't feel skewed towards a certain population. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the well, I think, um, is just a little bit more broad in terms of um, who who it serves and being, you know, families. Um, there's pediatric OT, PT, mm-hmm. um, functional integrative medicine, um, perhaps chiropractic. Um, there are therapists. Um, so a lot, and I'm missing some and, um, and they're still growing too. I hear I have been watching their Instagram and I, the construction looks fabulous. Amazing. I'm jealous. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a great community to be a part of as well. Like if you're getting your referrals from therapists and you know, it's a whole community of small businesses. That is an amazing place to be. So congratulations on that. Thank you. And I'm a real cheerleader for small businesses. Um, I, I started, um, the South Jersey women-owned business group. Um, I had this idea. I was like picking around and looking for other like groups of women-owned businesses. And I, I found some that were like bit larger scale, but couldn't find something specific to South Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like this, this, um, like Haddon, yeah. Collingswood, Audubon, Hanfield, Haddon Heights, like that area. Mm-hmm. Um, so connected with a couple of local, um, women business owners just to pick their brains and say, you know, what do you think about something like this? And they were both like, yes, yes. Count me That's in. Awesome. One had space. One was like really encouraging towards like, you don't need a website, just put up, um, a Facebook group. So we collaborated and putting our heads together and really thinking about, um, you know, how we could build this. And I think there's over now maybe a hundred women in the group. That's I, awesome. I, I haven't looked recently, but I really do feel strongly that um, as much as we can encourage each other and build each other up um, and refer to each other and buy from each other and all of those things, um, there's just so much value in that. Absolutely. 100% agree with you. I love it. I didn't realize that you were the owner of that group <laughs> and I'm in that I group. Like <laughs> ownership per se, because I, I always look at these efforts as collective. Yes. Um, and truly, I mean, there was a point in time where, um, I was like, uncle, I can't do this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Somebody else, a couple other women like jumped in and they, I, put admin on the, on the Facebook page and then they jumped in and had some, um, gatherings and that's awesome. Uh, I really don't feel like it's, you know, any one person's as much as it's a collective group of people who want to encourage each other. Um, that's great. Learn from each other. I love uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Corinne. This has been amazing. I've learned so much about you and I'm super excited about you and your full-time venture of being a business owner full-time now. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm so excited and I'm excited to um, reconnect with you too, because I love your work. I enjoy (laughs) at everything and you are obviously very talented Thank you. um, (laughs) You're too sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Just happy to reconnect at any point. Yeah. Awesome. So tell all of our listeners where they can find you. Okay. So you can find me, um, my website is, um, for the love of work.net. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and, um, 
via email. I text with my clients if they have questions. Um, so I would absolutely encourage though looking at my website because I think that's where you can really understand someone's ethos and whether or not that's somebody who you would want to work with because it's Perfect. always a choice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much guys. And we will see you next time on leading like a mother. Bye. Bye.